they're all loaded up in the back of the truck and one of them's honking the horn. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay, everybody. Welcome to Screen Fix, uh, your weekly fix for uh, movie and television news. Uh, So, uh, uh, Greg, did you think of a handle yet? I don't have a handle just yet. Um, still working on that. <laughs> you don't have a handle on life yet. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got almost got a handlebar mustache going. But, you have. Yeah. Do you do have a handlebar mustache? <laughs> what, that might be. Maybe your handle will come from that. Maybe that's. Maybe you'll be. Mustache. You look like your name's Colonel something, mm-hmm. or <laughs> Colonel Mustachio. Or, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, anyway, how was your uh, your weekend? Was it good? It was good. Did you do anything TV good. and movie related? You can tell us about anything. Your life, your dreams. Oh yeah. Right now is your moment to just. <laughs> well, uh, you know? let's see. Thanksgiving was Thursday. I saw Justice League that night, and Ooh. then movie related, watching uh, a couple of Criterion films this this past weekend. Ooh. Wow! Yeah, professional. Ooh, yeah. You're 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 taking this seriously. (laughs) I like this. This is good. Quite quite criterion. That's the criterion. That's that's no no joke. All the discs match and stuff. Like you put them in a in a in a a set. (laughs) I think like your I think your 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 hips your hipster quotient increases with each new disc. Yes. That adds to your (laughs) that adds to your collection. Wow, it's pretty great. Um. Uh, so, Justice League. We will, uh, in case uh, any listeners out there wondering, we are going to do a Justice League bonus episode. So we're going to save our Justice League thoughts because we have so many of them. They need a separate episode. So many thoughts. Good, good, good. Oh, good, good. and look who it is. It is. Uh, do you have a handle yet? I don't want to. I'm. I'm still going to go with Katie, but the lady one is good too. The lady. <laughs> the okay. lady. The lady one. Uh, Katie, how was your weekend? And uh, did it involve anything uh, related to this podcast? If it didn't, that's Uh, fine. (laughs) Um, I saw Justice League. I watched um, way too much television. But I don't have a Thanksgiving movie tradition, which I'm kind of upset about because I have like Christmas movies that I always watch. Like you have to watch... You know, Mm -hmm. all the classics and everything you have to, you know, I don't have a Thanksgiving movie. I don't, I don't have one. So I was kind of bummed about that. Oh, that's really sad. You don't do like the, isn't there a a Charlie Brown one? I feel like there's a Charlie Brown one for every holiday. Like, like it's the, it's the great turkey or something. I am certain (laughs) that that exists, but we are Charlie Brown purists in my family. And like, we really only do the Christmas ones. Oh, nice. Oh, so I got to find a Thanksgiving movie. I'm sure there's something like, did Gary Marshall make a Thanksgiving movie? That I <laughs> the cast Gary, of dozens. Gary Marshall. <laughs> we're go- we're going to make a Thanksgiving movie for the families. <laughs> oh that's a great, that's a great Starring Gary Marshall. Jerry Seinfeld as himself. <laughs> did you guys, did you guys know that? Greg is an outstanding impressionist because if you didn't, <laughs> you now know that he is an all-time great. Um, awesome, guys. Well, let's go ahead and just like 
yeah, jump in. I'm still laughing at that, Gary Marshall. Uh, let's go ahead Rest and in peace. jump Rest in. in. Uh, R.I.P. R- R- there. There, there were so many more holidays. He had so many more holidays <laughs> left. It was, it was a loss on so many, so many levels. Um, we had some happy days with him. So we did. Oh, oh look at that! Gosh. I was waiting for like Arbor Day. That was gonna be a good one. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and just jump into the movie news. So uh, I actually saw a murder on the Orient Express. I thought it was okay. I wasn't you know all that thrilled with it it was it was fine it was a fine little sunday uh little mystery but uh to figure apparently out. it did well enough to where now they're going to make death on the nile mm-hmm. and uh i don't think i'm spoiling anything to say that at the end of murder on the orient express somebody comes running up and is like poirot we need you right away there's been a death on the nile right and you're like, oh my god! People in the theater are like, oh my god, honey, that's another, that's another one of the bugs. I did oh that. God. Yeah, right. I did that. <laughs> that that happened in theaters across the nation and and the world in some other language. Somebody was like, oh, the bulls in death on denial. <laughs> is, but, is that the um, big change up? They're changing the means of travel for the passengers. Right. Uh, apparently, they're all just going to take place in different forms of <laughs> transportation until finally there's one that's just stabbing on a skateboard. <laughs> and or it gets existential and you have to think outside the box and it's a, no longer the subject matter matches the means for the movie. Uh, it's way it's way deep, Craig. Uh, the box too, within too, a box. Too deep for us. Too deep for us. I do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't been up on the Criterion collection, so I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it's all in black um, and white. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I don't know anything about Death on the Nile. Do you has have any of you guys read that, or any of you up on that? I think I read it and forgot it, but it is already a movie. Like it, they already did it in 1978. Like there's a million Agatha Christie stories. Why are we doing another one that was also a movie? Mm. Well, is that because they take the best ones, or do you not think those are the best ones? So, the murder of Roger Ackroyd and the mysterious affair at Styles would both be better. Like those are my favorites, and they should make a movie out of those. Why? Why are those ones you think better than these two? Just it has like, I it's they're they're not bottle episodes. Like, that's what they did with the... They're picking the ones where everything is happening in one place. And I guess that's somehow easier to make a movie. But there's, there's like, more backstory with the other stories. There's there's just more involved, more character development. Instead of, like, 12 people that you know five things about, you get, like, five people and you know everything about them. And mm. it, those are better. Those are better stories, in my opinion. But um, I'm sure it'll be pretty good. I you know it's funny I actually read that Agatha Christie towards the end of you know, towards like the end of the run of her writing Perot she said she hated Perot <laughs> <laughs> yeah she liked uh, Miss Marple better yeah Did yeah she Perot? liked writing Miss Marple but she hated Perot uh, towards towards the end um, does he in those two stories also gather everybody in a room and essentially like. <laughs> You know, that's how they all end, right? With him just gathering them all in in in, in one monologue. room in a monologue about how he yeah. knew this, that, and the other. And then there's always where yeah. he like he looks like he's leaning towards like accusing one, 
And then he's like, but you are not it. And then he like points to another <laughs> one, but you're not it either. And then he's like points to the other one. It's like, oh my gosh. He's got to explain it because there's no way you've come to the same conclusion as him. So he needs to walk you through it. And at some point he will apologize for being Belgian. Like always. What's wrong with being Belgian? He just apologizes for it every single time. Like every story I've ever read with him, at some point he excuses himself or something because he's Belgian. Excuse me, I am Belgian. I. <laughs> so he's a Belgian Ace Ventura <laughs> of sorts. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's been uh, uh, greenlit. I get. I mean, did you go see Murder on the Orient Express? You yeah. did. Yeah, I love Agatha Christie. You you weren't turned off in the in the preview by the the bad pop song that was. No, it actually made me excited to see it, and then I felt bad about how much I liked oh, that song. No. <laughs> Who is that song yeah. by? Imagine Dragons. Oh my goodness! What was it again? How did you know it? You know, you know it. I can't think of which song it is because all of their songs blur into one in my head. <laughs> but pretty much, they're they're in so many commercials right now, and everything that it's in, I just like turn and look at the TV. Like, what is it? What is it? Because there's this urgency to their music, <laughs> and I I don't like that. I like it. Yeah, it made you like immediately run to go see where <laughs> you're in Express. It worked. So yeah, I was gonna see it anyway. I I really like love Agatha Christie. All right, so you're favorite. you're you're looking forward then to Death on the Nile. Yeah, I'm in. I'm totally cool. in. In other news, you know, after Justice League. You know, each one of those characters are talking about getting standalone films, or maybe not. Who who knows? The plug the the plug can get pulled on a, on a, on a lot of this stuff. And the Justice League is not doing as well as they as they had envisioned. They're definitely going to do Wonder Woman two. You know, uh, Aquaman supposedly I think is already is already filming, but uh, mm-hmm. I think they just finished. Right, they just finished or something like that. Uh, then there's the Flash standalone film, and everyone's talking about that being the Flashpoint mm. event in the in the comics but they're also talking about wonder woman being in it and batman and cyborg which is basically like just it might as well be justice league 2 but you know do you think the flash needs that do you think that they're like jumping the gun by starting with flashpoint and not letting flash develop and have his own story like essentially kind of robbing him of his own standalone tale because i feel like there was he was polarizing but i think he was it was good i i thought he was he was fine in just sleep even if he ran like like (laughs) remember uh, never mind we've got a justice league special coming out but i i will say (laughs) that in the scenes where he was running he looked like like when you're in a dream and you're trying to run some from somebody and you and you can't you're just like flailing i don't know if everybody else has 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 this dream but when i have dreams where i'm running from somebody and i have dreams where i can't quite get my legs and my arms right and so i was getting like terrified watching this because he was reliving one of my he was showing me like one of my nightmares in all of its glory like not being able to coordinate your arms and legs to run which is what he looked like in the scenes (laughs) where he was running um but he runs like Phoebe Buffay and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just like limbs everywhere. And I don't uh, know. But he's enjoying it and that's what she enjoyed, so it's fine. Like I think he he's the way he was hunched over, I think he looked like a like I guess he was trying to emulate like speed skaters. But 
Mm-hmm. That doesn't look right on land. Okay, anyway, we're gonna, we're going to get into that in yeah. our Justice League super super special. Yeah. Look for it Friday. But anyway, Flashpoint. How do you guys feel about Flashpoint yes. as the Flash's first foray into his own film? I um I watched the like cartoon movie version of it. Oh yeah, this what was weekend. That like? Oh, it's dark. It is it is truly dark. What's um, the plot? Wonder Woman well, I, just just know that at one point Wonder Woman cuts off Mira's head. <laughs> isn't isn't that like, uh, just with a sword? Aquaman's yeah, lady. So Aquaman's Flash squeeze. Flash wants to go back in time. He wants to save his mother, but that starts a butterfly effect. Yes. Then that butterfly effect changes who these heroes are. So Batman uh, was killed as a child by the mugger. Mm-hmm. His father Thomas Wayne. Um, develops without his son, his mother Martha, or I think that's her name, becomes a prostitute. She becomes the Joker. <laughs> yeah. His mother becomes the Joker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, this is intense. Pretty, pretty interesting twist on uh, fate there. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of different heroes or non-existent heroes, but it seems like the only one that's uh, that actually kind of stands out as the same as our cyborg character that we'll talk more about in the Justice League episode, um, who I refer to as the Internet Man. So the Internet Man (laughs) will stay the same. Internet Man stays the same. Okay. So he goes back in time to save his mom and essentially just messes everything up in the the, the future. So he finds himself, he's the only one who remembers the original timeline and he wakes up and everything around him is a disaster. But mm-hmm. the the upside I can see for them doing this is that um, Bruce Wayne is dead, so we don't have to have Ben Affleck. Is That's that true. your no. critique of Ben Affleck of <laughs> Batfleck? That yeah, he clearly doesn't want to be there. So let's let's get him out of there. Yep. Um, Who are we gonna bring in? T- well, Thomas Wayne Bill Hader. is Batman. <laughs> Hashtag Hater for Batman. <laughs> yeah, it, yes. it's it's always on the table. Um, well, no, in the story, Thomas Wayne is Batman. So can we have Jeffrey Dean Morgan be Batman, please? I don't uh, know because he's supposed to be old. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Now I just see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as like dweeby Negan. No, rejected. That is, that's all I see him as is, is Negan now. Like even when I saw him in, he's in some movie. Rampage. Ram, he's in Rampage, and I think yes. he just mm-hmm. looks like Negan. He's just Negan. Yeah. No, I love him. Like I was half expecting in. in I feel like I say that about just like in, in Rampage. I think he's gonna run out to help Dwayne Johnson with his bat with with barbed wire around it. <laughs> Start beating on Steve the Wolf. Oh, <laughs> Steve. Wolf, Steve, uh. but. Uh, all right, so Flash, do you okay? So do you think, you know, with this iteration of Justice League, do you think Flashpoint would be like a good reboot of it because this one is not uh, being received as well as they want, or do you think that it would be better if that was just like a Flash standalone story? Yes, it has some of the other characters, but we're gonna put a tidy bow on the end of it, and it'll be business as usual after. Well, that's kind of how the story seems to play out. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure the the cartoon movie version of it is not 100% true to the comics because you're working with a time frame there, but I mean, spoiler alert, he fixes it. <laughs> everything goes back to the way it was. Yeah. So, you you do get this whole 2 hours of where it's just like completely different, but I don't I don't think that it's 
a good move because everybody's problem really is like DC has gone too dark and this is dark. Like Aquaman and Wonder Woman are trying to like ruin the earth. They're fighting each other. Wonder Woman kills. Oh my God, dude, you can't say that. I'm going to have to erase that. I am. I'm going to have to erase that. (laughs) This movie came out in 2013. This movie came out forever I'm going to go back and edit this and you're going to say Wonder Woman kills. That's fine. And I'm going to go, oh, my God, you can't say that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what you're going to hear. That'll okay. be great. I'm just yeah, saying that is there's, pretty twisted. there's no way they attempt this. It's too it's too dark. It, it's not, not going to work for how they're trying. Right, to because some just of like, the uh, critique is that it was too dark and too dour. And mm-hmm. now they're doing, you know, like the Flash, well, you know, one of the Flash's most dour stories. Yeah. All right. I mean, Ezra Miller could pull it off. I feel like he could handle all the flash parts of it because, I mean, it's still there's some depressing stuff, but um, I think he could he could handle it. But I don't want to see Wonder Woman be bad. I love her. Aw, you feel <laughs> connection. That's mm-hmm. good though. I feel connection too. Um, okay. So next on our news of of movies. So let's just go ahead. Let's talk about um, Tarantino's next film. So they came out with a uh, synopsis of it, and this is essentially what it says. Set in Los Angeles in the summer of 1969, Tarantino's upcoming movie, according to a source who read the script, focuses on a male TV actor who's had one hit series and is looking for a way to get into the film business. His sidekick, who's also his stunt double, is looking for the same thing. The horrific murder of Sharon Tate and four of her friends by Charles Manson's cult of followers serves as a backdrop to the main story. Sounds interesting. I'm I'm in. I'm a I'm a Tarantinoophile, so you know something like this I'm on board with because he can mix in a little bit of nonfiction, kind of what we're used to. Uh, he did that with Inglorious Bastards. It takes place during World War II, but right. it's not about World War II. But it's got real historical figures like. You know Hitler, Hitler and uh, and Joseph Goebbels. Goebbels. Um, yeah. So do now you th- we've got Charlie Manson and the girls. And if he's and willing so, to take liberties with their real life stories to kind of pull it into a more, you know, fantasy realm, maybe he'll be mm-hmm. doing that with uh, Manson. Who knows? Maybe he'll do a do like an alternate history there as well. Yeah, that seems very plausible. Where the girls just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, realize that they don't need to drink the Kool Aid or or take. Uh, kill him right. and they like you know, dismember him or something insane <laughs> something yeah. really crazy there we go. yeah uh to some like 60s song <laughs> for sure yeah. for sure yeah oh he's gonna have so much free range with this he's he's gonna have a blast and because he knows that he can have people kind of eager to pay attention to what's going on with it but also know that uh it's whatever he wants to write and he writes uh, him and uh, Roger Avery have, in the past, have written some amazing things, and so I'm excited about what it what's to come. Um, I've heard that one of the people that he wants for it, and, and who knows, this is all you know speculation, but I, I've heard that he wants Tom Cruise. That Tom Cruise is one of the names that's popping up. I heard Brad Pitt, but Tom Cruise is interesting for his choice. I'd like to see Tom Cruise play Manson. Oh. Ooh. Right? <laughs> so he's had, he's had a bit of like a, a, a motif in the last uh, movies that he's had. So he's had a character actor that he likes um, do uh, a bad guy and then a good guy. So he had that with Kurt Russell. 
right? He had it for Death Death Proof, bad guy. And then he also had bad guy for Christoph Waltz being in Inglorious Bastards, then going into Dr. King Schultz. So what we have here are actors that he's using that he could potentially use in another film because he wants to write for them but flip it on its head. So what we're looking at is a good guy, bad guy, Tom Cruise. Yeah, and, and sometimes he'll he'll cast um, against type, like with very famously with John Travolta in, in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be yeah. great to see Tom Cruise jump into back into some evil and be Charles Manson, right? Because Tom Cruise is yeah. already a little scary. So he's getting a bunch of Scientologists for his next film? Is that what we're <laughs> talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I hope I hope he brings back some of his uh, some of his all like you, you know you know Christoph Waltz gonna be in it as like some movie producer, as some weird movie yes. producer with and with German lineage of course. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Greg, way. do it. You're our impressionist extraordinary. I don't know what you've heard, but I'm pretty sure that this next film is going to star Mr. Thomas Cruise, and it's going to be spectacular by all demand that you should see it or else know someone who will see it with you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm still working on it. Uh, but, you know, any any Christoph Waltz impression should always end with, that's a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Okay. Uh, how, how about you? You have any thoughts on that, Katie? Are, are yeah, you, are you I'm a Tarantino person? I'm so I'm not really. I've definitely not seen all of his movies. Maybe like a third. Is it of the them. violence? Um, it is. It is. I just don't. Um, you know, like looking at gross. <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, I, I've seen a handful and I always enjoy what I'm watching. So um, this sounds good. Um, I think it sounds worth it for soundtrack potential alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, he already puts those songs into his movies that don't, that don't take place in the 60s. I would have to say that Inglorious Bastards is probably one of me and uh, Colonel Mustachio's favorite, favorite <laughs> films. Oh, no? no, do you agree? It's it's pretty spectacular. I feel like I've watched it with you. Oh, truly, I think I just watched it two nights ago. <laughs> right, and it was it was a very beautiful moment shared between two between two cinephiles or Tarantino between two plutonic <laughs> male cinephiles. <laughs> and it was, it, but it was it was very beautiful. There was like a slight like touching of like pinkies, but it was <laughs> it was it was beautiful. Right. it sounds like Lava right Land. it's, yeah. it's the, the the tarantino tip touch <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um let's get back on track so um i want to ask you two question are we experiencing the law naissance jude law jude law <laughs> has been cast as of course young Uldor. but then the next mm-hmm. week we're followed up with some casting news he's been cast as marvell in the Captain Marvel movie, opposite Brie Larson, do you believe that we're experiencing the Lanaissance? And why is it taking so long? <laughs> it's like uh, cicadas, right? Are we on the same schedule with cicadas and Jude Law's movie? <laughs> I, I think we are. He's Alfie's back. He's uh, he's yes. he's ready for Jungle Door. He's ready for making 
uh, Marvel into his next his next work of art. Yeah. No, but Marvel. So Marvel in the in the in the comics is uh, you know the one responsible for uh, Carol Danvers getting her her powers. He's like Hank Pym in the in this story. He's creating he's creating something. Something like that. Um he is a Cree and he is here uh he's essentially sent on some kind of suicide mission here by a someone of his own Cree people, like a general or a colonel or something. I have, I, I forget the, the name. Uh it's something like Krav or something like that, but he's sent by someone on essentially a suicide mission here to to earth to like demonstrate Cree power or something like that and because he wants to get um with uh, marvel's chick back in wherever Cree come from so uh it doesn't quite work and they end up f- he ends up hit- hatching some plot to cause some explosion or something that's gonna kill marvel and what happens is is uh an airplane gets in the in the way. An airplane with Carol Danvers, uh, and she ends up getting uh, uh, imbued with uh, powers. And in later comics, they explained it that she was imbued with some kind of force. Actually, I forget the name of it, but essentially, the force gives you uh, what you dream of. And she admired uh, Captain Marvel or Marvel. And she was imbued with his powers. And she's, of course, human and Cree. So she has a mix of both of those powers. Um, but Jude Law is Marvel, the Cree, or, or the original Captain, Captain Marvel, before Carol Danvers takes over the mantle of that. And she doesn't take over the mantle of that until uh, recent years. But uh, how do we feel about Jude Law joining the, the MCU? I am for it, you know. It's it's what it is is we've got him getting into this type of change. Well, to be honest, I really don't know a whole lot about the Marvel character, but I mean, if you get him mixed in with a bunch of other people, he's gonna he's gonna come at it. <laughs> he's gonna lay down what the does, law. What does that mean at all? <laughs> that's what that's what Jude Law does. That's what Jude Law oh, does. Yeah. There it is. I was trying to lay up. Yeah, there, instead, I, yeah, just, yeah, I botched it. So I, but anyway, um, he's uh, jumping on franchises now, huh? Like, is this uh, kind of a okay? Uh, I need a little bit of a career resurgence. Let me, let me, let me jump on some of these franchises here, because I because uh, remember he was also in uh, that terrible King Arthur total bomb. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, his kids must be getting older now, and he needs they're more like, money. They're like, "What's daddy. up, Dad? You're a big shot work. actor, yeah. and you can't even work. afford to send me to to the the south of France for the weekend with my friends. What's going on? Why are you such a loser?" <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "All right, hold on. Let me just get a franchise movie." And he's just. <laughs> And now he's in, you know, you know he's Dumble, he's Young Door, he's Marvel. I mean, good for him. I mean, he's, he's the future's bright in this Lanaissance. I mean, he's a good actor. So, you know, hopefully that is still uh, there because I didn't see that terrible looking King Arthur movie. Mm-mm. But he was great. You know, even when his movies are maybe not that great, he's still 
he still delivers what he's there for. So does anybody else feel like Jude Law's been balding for fifteen years? And (laughs) oh, it's been longer than fifteen since the talented Mr. Just yeah, I feel like he's been balding for two two (laughs) decades and not like. Do you know the secret here to why he's been balding for twenty years? Is there is there some secret? Hollywood serum that he's putting on his on his skin on his on his scalp at at night, <laughs> but like not enough of it. Well, he's he's becoming Michael Caine. I mean, he's becoming the the, the original Alfie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Alfie for yes. Jude Jude Law. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you once you take on that role, your uh, your receding hairline begins. The widow's peak. Then the the thinning of the hair, and then nothing else can stop it. It's yeah, it's the it's the the Michael Caine oh, effect. Man. <laughs> but it's beautiful. So, the Michael Caine effect so is beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. So sticking with uh, the MCU, there was some leaked Infinity War footage. Did you guys check it out? It was just a uh, little in, little uh, individual Ooh, clips. Yeah. Um, did any of them really stand out? Uh, to to you all, I remember the the longest one involved the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, and th- and the Collector. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially, the Collector was laying on the floor with Thanos stepping. Which I think Thanos. It actually might have been one of his uh, minion guys. Uh, I forget what they're called. They have a name. Oh, I'm the most unprepared host of this. So anyway, um, but anyway, <laughs> a baddie is standing on his his chest and. Uh, the guardians are like, I don't know, looking on in shock and horror, sneaking up or something. And then there was a couple other shots. There was one of like Captain America and Black Widow and someone looking up. And then there was a shot of. Uh... Do you remember the the shots? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The shot. Yeah. So Drax the Destroyer wants to jump mm-hmm. at the chance to mm-hmm. to get Can- uh, Thanos for killing his family. Um, yeah. So. We're uh, we're led to assume that the same shenanigans with Drax and Gamora is all there, <laughs> you know. So he's going to try to rush in and do something to where he's saving Talia and Tavon. Is that Talia yeah. or Tavon, the yep. collector? Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 dif- it's difficult to see something like that because you're hoping they would be far away from where Thanos <laughs> is because they know exactly where the Infinity Stone is. So it's not safe to be next to the destroyer of worlds and and you happen to try to save one guy who's a hoarder you know what, what what's it really matter if he gets taken you know he doesn't know where it is yeah the uh, collector I don't, I, I, I don't like watching footage like that just because you know it takes away from what, what i get to see in the movie for the first time but i will say it looked really nice it looked it looked like you they were back on set at james gunn's guardians of the galaxy one and it's it's right where it left off. For all we know, it probably right. was. You know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because that's weird that the. I mean, did did the collector build his his little his little room back up again, and then Thanos showed up again and like ruined it again, <laughs> and the collector just laying on the ground like yeah, not yeah, again. Really. I just cleaned up, and then Thanos is like, I'm here to collect, <laughs> collect that ass, and he's just like stepping on his chest and like. <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, Thanos is, is is here to destroy, and and are we uh, are we gonna see Howard the Duck oh, pop of course. up or a Prometheus monster of sorts? 
you know, these little things kind of showed up in the Guardians um, and we're kind of left with like, where's the 1.5? And now we have the 1.5 kind of showing of it. We're getting the Avenger, Avengers and Infinity War. And then so now we're getting to get to see more of Josh Brolin as, as Thanos. Yeah. He's got the he's got the perfect voice for Thanos, I think. He does that kind of like like dad just got home from the bar from his he like <laughs> dad hates and he hates his job ass. and go he always goes to the bar before he comes home and that's him when he comes home. <laughs> Where's my kids? Go to your room. Where's the remote control? That's that's I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> this only makes me laugh. This, I, this is probably cutting deep for, for some. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we care for these characters, too. We just like adding lib and making fun where we can. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, what 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 did, what did you think of the footage, Katie? I was excited. It, um, even though it was just a tiny, tiny bit, it looked awesome, and I laughed, and that's 100% what I'm looking for. Did your hair stand up? I got goosebumps. Was it? Was, <laughs> did that happen with Chris Pratt or just the general footage? You know, it's it's tough to tell. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah don't don't try to you know think of it as one way or the <laughs> so other. Anyway, it's probably a bit of it all. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah. One thing I did notice was that the footage looked really sharp. It was really good looking. Um, I did notice a little more color pop because uh, one of my complaints with the one of a lot of people's complaints with uh, Civil War was how flat and ugly that that film looked. I mean, mm-hmm. for how really amazing the story was and all the character work and f- everything else that was going on, it was a flat, ugly film. And this looks much more rich, sumptuous. Uh, it might be because all the Marvel films have changed to the red uh, camera, but uh, it looked really, really good. Uh, I'm really excited. And just announced the trailer's going to drop tomorrow. Oh yeah! During Good Morning America, yeah. We, I mean, by the time uh, people are listening to this, it, it it dropped today. Go watch it right now. Go find it now. Oh my god, I'm jealous of someone in this moment that they can go watch it right now, and I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I saw that it was that it was coming out tomorrow, and I saw the little the little like image thing pop up on like Twitter, I got. Uh, like all weird inside like a, like, a, <laughs> like a kid who like knows what's in his christmas present and he's like oh, but he can't open it until tomorrow and i was like it's the stretch armstrong <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's what i wanted when i was a kid yeah, yeah. good old stretch armstrong i actually had a, had a cousin who stretched out stretched armstrong until he broke and a weird jet and weird weird jelly came out and my yes. aunt was like, get away from it. Don't eat it. <laughs> oh, stretch. Because no. I guess we were just, I guess because if we saw like syrup come out of a toy, we're just going to start eating it. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> sticking with the MCU and Avengers. So this is Avengers 3. But Kevin Feige has said that Avengers 4 will be a true finale to the current MCU. Uh, to all of the, I believe he said, 22 films that come before it, before Avengers 4. He says it'll be a true end for those 22 films, and there's 20 films on the docket after 
that film that he says are vastly different than what's come before. That's exciting. That is. That's insane. I mean, that's that's a lot. So what do you think he means by a true finale? Do you think that means deaths? Do you think that means uh, moving away from Earth? I, what do you think that, that that means when he says that it'll be a true finale, that Avengers 4 will be a true, will be a finale? I mean, it's it's like the inf- the Infinity War, the Infinity Stone dilemma, and the battle to save Earth and save the universe because the Guardians are now in it. I mean, that seems like it's the big build up to something huge. And then after Thanos, like well, who else would you fight? Because he's he's going to be what it kind of builds up towards. I mean, after that, the next twenty films, we we could see stuff like new Avengers. We would see new characters. And some of the old same characters being reintroduced or a younger kind of audience of, of new Avengers with them. So old and new. So that could be really cool. What do we think? So he says there's 20 films on the docket, but there's not, they've only announced maybe, I don't know, like five or six, like Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. um, for for afterwards, there's really only like Spider-Man two, uh, Guardians three. We're pretty sure, but there's not a lot of films announced after that yet. He says there's twenty. Do you have any guesses on what maybe some of those twenty uh, might be? Because I believe he does say that he's that the stories are more. I I do think they want to tell more cosmic uh, stories. I mean, especially based on the success of both Guardians films and Thor Ragnarok, I think that they're ready to get more out there. I think probably a third Spider-Man movie would be one of those 20, certainly more Black Panther films. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they wanted to make Ant-Man into a trilogy, maybe a third Ant-Man movie. Um, Captain Marvel, of course, some more uh, Avengers movies where I assume Captain Marvel would be like a lead. Good, some more Um, Brie Larson more story some more Brie Larson which is always good yeah and and with with that we kind of have to talk about the fact that there's some production rights that Sony has um, with Spider-Man and uh, Fox has X-Men and Fantastic Four so if you introduce these old characters kind of going against uh, like in the Kree Scroll War so I'm talking now post Infinity War Secret Invasion House of M. So you you throw in a lot of characters from mm-hmm. X Men, Iron Man. Uh, you've got the head of it all, yeah. Doctor Strange, and, uh, Fantastic um, Four. Um, Carol Danvers was very important in House of M. She was a big character in that. Um, so yeah, you could. You, there's other tales to to tell for sure. Um, so many characters. But yeah, as far as like, I wonder if. See, I think they they don't want to announce much beyond Avengers 4 because they don't want you to know who's living yeah. and who's not yeah. past yeah. Avengers 4. So they don't want to, you know, announce oh, uh Ant-Man, you know, 3, you know, because they they don't want you to know whether or not Ant-Man lives past this movie if mm-hmm. if 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 they are going to kill anyone off, you know, or Yeah, that's um amazing. so I think they're kind of holding it close to the vest there. You know, they also might, uh, you know, have new characters take up the mantle of some of the other characters who are just kind of getting old and their contracts are expiring. Like, you know, uh, they introduced the character, I believe her name's Riri Williams. Um, that's the late, that's the Iron Man who is uh, the current Iron Man. Um, 
you know, they can introduce somebody like that. They could, they could definitely have somebody else take up the Captain America mantle. Uh, Thor uh, was is recently Jane, Jane Foster. Uh, I don't think she'll be Jane Foster in the comic right now, uh, in the in the in the movies as she's in the comics. But you know, you can easily uh, pass the torch on to a new actor um, to keep some of those older characters going. And there's a lot of characters to still in- introduced. I mean, James Gunn pretty much in- introduced uh, Adam Warlock at the end of Guardians 2. Uh, he's a major Marvel character. They, they can still do Nova. They can still Ooh, do, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, Nova, Nova Prime. Um, there's a lot more characters to do, and I, I am excited and terrified that there's 20 more. Like this, they, uh, there's no slowing down this this train, I guess. I mean. The big Disney train. Oh, Disney owns everything. Oh, and you saw everything. that. Uh, yeah. And. uh I wonder if also they do have any secret deals going, kind of like the one that they have with with Sony that allowed Spider-Man into the MCU. You wonder if they're not announcing any other movies because maybe they do have something possibly going with Fox for Fantastic Four or something like that, and and they don't want to spoil some of those surprises. So I think this is a good... I think they're just saying, this is the finale. We're not announcing future movies anymore because they could spoil... Uh, what's what's to come mm-hmm. and it can also uh, infringe upon those other studios making those movies because if sony has standalone spider-man and if they, they want to work with marvel studios to make like spider-man homecoming then you have the same type of thing with fox where they're making x-men films but then if you have some x-men that are in the comic story arc of a different type of yeah. piece well fox like you can use like that. apparently like like everyone's trying to buy Fox right now, trying to find, oh, trying yeah. to buy Fox's movie stuff. Buy I, Fox, there was a story out Fox. there. There, well, there was a story <laughs> that that not not just Disney was trying to buy Fox, but also Universal and Sony were both also trying to buy Fox. No. So uh, Universal so, has Hulk. Is that right? Yeah, they've got the rights to a Hulk standalone, and Sony is of course Spider Man. So if they bought Fox, they would be able to pull. Uh, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, and uh, the X-Men into their Sony Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff uh, going on as far as that goes. Is there any character in particular that hasn't been put on film yet that you maybe would hope would be included in the in the 20? Are you fond of anything, any storyline or any character in, in particular? Um, I would say... I'm interested in the character that's like the the Marvel Aquaman. So we got Namor. Is uh, you the, you want to see Namor in there? I want to see there. Namor in there. I want to see his elf the ears and, and, and find out what he's all about. So he is one of the big minds that goes into uh, what was called uh, the the best minds that come from Earth go to the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Thank you. And they they mm-hmm. go to to the, with the screen. Cree scroll invasion you're going to have characters like him and many others black panther wolverine um, and they're going to have their identities assumed so i think yeah. with the after infinity war we could have some really cool characters like namor and many others that kind of show up and like they kind of fist pound dr strange because they've known each other for a while but we're just now getting introduced yeah. to them for some reason right hey in the in the comics it's 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 namor that found frozen uh captain america 
Is it? Yeah. That's, so a, maybe they can like go back and who knows, show him being like, hey, captain's here, and then jumps back in the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you never know. Is there, is there any anybody, Katie, that you are um, not clam- clamoring for? Squirrel girl? <laughs> no. That was, very, um, that, was, that was very sexist of me to say that you wanted a, a girl character. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna there, move okay. past it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Apologies. I acknowledge my shortcomings and oh, I ask you to continue. You so I would say my only concern is that they don't take these next twenty movies and do them all in space. Like ground me in some reality just a little. Yeah. Just don't don't abandon the planet altogether after you save it. That's a good point. I like that. Excellent. Okay. Another thing uh, this week that I wonder if, okay, because the the leaked footage went online for the Avengers 3 trailer, uh, Avengers Infinity War, and then it was announced today that the trailer is going to drop tomorrow. Do you think that they might be trying to preempt the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer that is going to, that is that they announced is going to drop Thursday? Like, are they trying to trample all over that hype? I don't know. Maybe they're just testing the limits of how excited people can get. Like, I'm in it for all of it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like these studios forget that, like, I don't care who makes a movie. I just want to see it. <laughs> so, like, you're not competing with each other. I'm excited for everything. Like, you're not, you're not winning. Like, Universal's not beating the Marvel Studios, like, I just, I want to see everything that's good. So I'm just, thanks for giving me a good week after Thanksgiving. Thank you. Way to be. <laughs> um, that's really, that's really good. Ultimate consumer. Uh, uh, did you all love, did you all like Jurassic World? I actually like Jurassic World a lot. And Loved not every, not everybody likes Jurassic World, but I thought it was breezy, fast paced, just every scene bleeds right into the next. There's no fat on that movie. It's just lean meat we get right into it there's a little bit of nostalgia built in there but it's just like uh <laughs> uh like an off and running you know rip roaring good time rip roaring. How, how i see that maybe <laughs> rip roaring uh what do you think what did you think greg did I liked you like it. it i liked it yeah i uh, i feel like i feel like it, like it was gonna get darker with the whole like everyone running from these dinosaurs i thought it was gonna go a little bit more like now the people are, you know, tearing each other apart to get out of there. But I was kind of reminded that, you know, it's still a Jurassic Park. It's still going to try to remind you how dark this situation is, but it's going to want to pull you out of it. And arms getting bitten off by raptors and chase sequences <laughs> with raptors being told what to do and commands. Uh, yeah, motorcycle chase sequences. I I was fully involved with that movie. I think we actually saw it together, Jason. Um, so yeah, I think we both came away from that just kind of, you know, loving it. Does that, yeah. does that make sense yeah. like, for what our reaction to the movie when we first saw it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I loved it. I've actually, I, I watched it like when it, when it came out on, on Blu-ray, I actually watched it about, I'd probably watch it four more times. <laughs> Katie, were you as invested with the original Jurassic Park? Um, I was really, really scared of it. So... Yeah. Um, I had actual nightmares repeatedly about dinosaurs chasing me through a Home Depot. Like that was specifically oh. the nightmare was that because like, you know, when was you're it like, like raptors nine, or two? I mean, just okay. So 
you're you're you know like three and a half feet tall and you can't see anything in a home depot like there could easily be a t-rex in there that you wouldn't know about like that's <laughs> that's where my brain went and also my parents took me to home depot a lot as a kid so i don't know i was afraid of it like it, it really scared me so it wasn't until i was like older probably like high school before i watched the first one and like the crappy sequels again and mm. I really liked it. And then I saw Jurassic World like late, like not when it came out. I didn't see it until it was like on TV. And I was like, oh shit, how did I miss this? This is the best. So I was really excited. Good. I, I just like pictured you running from raptors and, and going through that. Remember how Home Depot would have that like door display? We could go through all the various yes! doors. <laughs> you're going through door after door and the raptors like jiggling on the handles and you're like, ah. Pots and pans falling uh, from the, the sides. In the like fake little bathrooms and kitchens, there's like mm-hmm. those dinosaurs that pop up with the big uh, <laughs> fan ears that spit purple goo, like come popping up out of like toilets and sinks. Yeah. It may have started as a game I was playing in Home Depot that became nightmares, but there was it's a good it's a good setting for dinosaurs chasing you. It's very scary and loud. Mm-hmm. You hear that? So <laughs> Jurassic World 3. Home Depot. <laughs> <We'll> be... <laughs> Bring it. Fall, Fallen Depot is, is going to be coming out. <laughs> so uh, that's it for this week's uh, movie news. Uh, look out this Friday for our Justice League review special. And uh, any uh, any final thoughts this week, Greg? Just more more is to come uh go watch that um avengers trailer at this time yeah future people <laughs> at, at this time any last thoughts katie final thoughts follow us on twitter all right follow us on twitter that that is at screen fix pod pushing any more hashtags for hater yeah hashtag, hashtag hater, hater for, for batman. batman it's still there no darko night um we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll move towards some more but that's that's the jake gyllenhaal uh yeah follow us on twitter and uh you can get our episodes on screenfix.libsyn.com uh and also if you want to shoot us an email uh we will answer it uh right here on the podcast uh you can email us at screenfixpod at gmail.com and thanks thanks everybody for participating again thanks everybody